people don't get a chance to talk about their lives and their experience. So this facilitates, Journey Coaching facilitates that desire that people have. Hi, welcome to another Journey podcast here at Journey Coaching. My name is Don, and I have multiple guests with me today. And we'll start out with uh, what I want to call the co-founder, Jeff Carlson here that started, he and his wife started Journey Coaching. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Don. Uh, To my right, that's Tom Cannon. Uh, We'll talk more about Tom later. He was one of my personal coaches. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Don. And Gary Fisher. How are you doing today, sir? Another one of my coaches because Jeff Carlson felt that I needed two instead of one. (laughs) Doing great, Don. Good morning. Thanks for everybody being here today. Um, This is something that I kind of wanted to do and don't have a script, don't have a list, but I want to record a podcast with these gentlemen today, try to give everybody and all of our listeners out there a basic understanding of what journey is what it can do for you, and what happens after journey and what things we do acquire during the journey seven-week supposed course that we go through on a weekly basis. Because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about coaches that are licensed or they're skilled or they're colleged up, whatever the term may be. So with that, um, well, Jeff, I'll jump in here real quick. Yeah, please say, do. If you're talking about skilled, I have very little skill in uh... Well, I was just getting ready to ask you because there is a skill set that you and your wife came to 10 or 12 years ago that created this. If you want to give us just a synopsis of what the goal was or what you had in mind when you guys designed this. And and I will say, uh, Terry, my wife, and Mike Kalachi, who uh, are really sharp, have skill and put the seven sessions together. And it took uh, about five years. We started from scratch and just it took a long time and we would coach some people, uh, including me coaching these guys, uh, Tom and Gary. Uh, and then we go back and we revise it and so forth. But the material is really good. I mean, it's really good. Yes, it is. So that it allows people like me, uh, and I'll just say it. I mean, it's almost like uh, used to call it discipleship or coaching, whatever you want to call it, but uh, coaching for dummies. And I'll uh, be the first one to say I'm not a natural coach. And so it was really good to have that material. And uh, it's been a good basis, and it's really helpful. So uh, anybody that has a heart for this can do it. So like I've heard you say before, and I like it, give me quickly your Reader's Digest version of how you were able to coach Tom and Gary before I start asking them questions, if you would, please. Well, and, and the how was really easy because it was actually another gentleman I knew, uh, Greg, um, and we really sat down. Uh, I think it was kind of over coffee and, and lunch was. I remember Kava House. I remember that, you know. And it was just kind of, you know, sitting down and going through session one, you know, and, and uh, sharing my story. And Greg shared, cool. shared his story. And then... These guys, session two, they shared their stories. And it, again, moving on from there, strengths, weaknesses, uh, looking at worldview, that kind of thing, and coming up with a two or three action steps. It's just, it's, it's, it's Google simple, okay? Mm-hmm. 
You know, when they say Google is so right. simple, it just you, you just have that little screen and you just type something into. This is so simple, but it took so much time and energy to make it simple. But it really is just connecting with people, sharing your lives, and going a little deeper. Going a little deeper than, hey, what's the next sporting event? Or, you know, right. hey, how's it going to work? Or, you know. So, yeah. So, overall, it's just, it's just a really simple and uh, enjoyable process. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that more. But it's a simple and enjoyable process. And it just makes it uh, really cool to go a little deeper than a lot of times, especially cool. us guys, you know, yep. often go. So, All right. Well, I'm going to go. We'll talk more about Tom and Gary coaching. But I want to, if I can, Tom, start with you. And uh, my first question to you is, what inspired you or what led you to go through journey coaching and we'll come back to now that you've been a coach for a number of years, but what led you to go? If you had to give us a synopsis of well, what other people told you, why did you go through journey coaching and let Jeff coach you? To be honest with you, I don't remember. That's uh, fine. I, uh, uh, remember meeting with Jeff and Gary and starting the process and I'm a typically a cynical, critical individual, so I was that was my approach to begin with. So that's what we have in common, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. We We've agreed on that, right? Uh, but <laughs> the the process forces you on the one hand and allows you on the other hand to speak about yourself and your background and uh, your approach to life and your experiences and which is very difficult to do in the natural course of people's lives um, would you it, say that's not something you would typically do at a church setting no it's not typical any place uh, people don't get a chance to talk about their lives and their experience mm -hmm. so this facilitates journey coaching facilitates that desire that people have people love to on the one hand we are tend to be prideful and private and, and not want to be humble. And that's one of the attributes that you need to have to get a lot out of journey coaching is to have a humble spirit. And mm -hmm. we noticed that about you right away, Don, that you, on the exterior, you're, you're really a macho type guy, but you do have a humble spirit. And that helped me. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, and and people once they get into it they enjoy talking about themselves mm -hmm. and part of the coaching is to draw people out and let them talk about themselves and then you supply feedback and and that's what happened with jeff and and uh greg when they did gary and i in the journey coaching and mm -hmm. and the as we went through it the longer we went through the more i appreciated it the more i learned from it and the more I also understood, I've been a mentor for many years uh, for several different people. And it's mentoring, coaching, have a lot in common. And the, the basic thing is building relationships. And that's what allows you to do. Mm -hmm. Once you talk about something personal about yourself, 
that licenses the other person to talk about something personal about themselves, yes. and that brings you closer and closer together when you're able to do that. So then uh, we were able to, yeah, that we're experience, gonna, we were able to coach you. We're going to come back to that, and that's going to be a whole other topic about that. Yeah. I'm going to get some input from both of you. So, Gary, Dean, you can't use what he just said, because I know you're <laughs> going to try that. So I want to hear from Gary what – because I know your personality, so I got a little advantage here. I'm going to lead into this because I know you and know how you act and relate to people. And why did you do this? Well, quite frankly, I was a bit skeptical because I felt that I have uh, a, uh, an adequate Bible study, quiet time, meditation, uh, relationship with Jesus Christ that uh, I didn't feel that I needed improvement on, okay? Mm -hmm. So my question was really, okay, so what's in here for me that actually is going to be a benefit? Right. <clears throat> so I came into it kind of skeptical, but knowing Jeff and, and the quality of things that he does, if he said I should do it, I thought that's good enough for me. I'll, I'd like to go through it. And so... As Tom related, I think it, it does open doors mm -hmm. for you to, to evaluate where you are, what, what you are, what, how you think, what you want to do. And uh, I think a, probably a key part of the whole thing is really coming to grips with what is your worldview. Right. Because today we're bombarded with so many different versions of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to decide for ourselves what we believe, what values are important. And uh, the, the worldview section of the, the process is, is really helpful to nail down what you believe and, and uh, how that affects what decisions you make and yeah. where you want to go in life. Absolutely. Yeah. So now we've heard from both of them of why they chose to do it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about me, but I will just share this is where I kind of feel like maybe the middle of this podcast is, or I'd like to let people know what happens to this person. And you guys have shared both of how and why you went through it. So journey coaching for me, when I was approached by Jeff, because you guys got to tell your little stories that I asked you to, we met just by accident at a concert, a Christian concert. And he gave me a card, told me what it was. Well, I had just taken another course, and it was about growth and looking at life differently. And it was a Christian-based uh, class, too, similar like this, which you were just got re done referring to, the, our worldview, kind of how the book starts out. Would you agree, book Jeff, that we kind of cover the worldview, and then we lead into the, if you want to, then we'd like to see if we could grow you spiritually if you choose to want to do that. So for me, it was a huge hurdle because I got a little taste of it and I just was dying for more and then I met Jeff and he introduced me to you too and like I said earlier in the podcast the book is designed in seven week series there's but there's no time limit on it and I've said it in other podcasts so for anybody new listening we actually spent I looked it up it was either 13 or 14 weeks together and so that was really neat for me. But I think my big takeaway from that was the spiritual side of it because we, you two had asked, and there's questions in the book about 
you know, do you meditate or do you pray, you know, do you read your Bible every day and you check off boxes of things that you do and you leave empty when, and you, Gary, personally, Tom, you were there, but you're like, why don't you read your Bible daily, Don? And I had to confess for the first time that I'm, I don't even know what the word is, dyslexic or something, but I don't retain what I read. And I'll never forget that day till the day, as long as I live. You were so casual about it. This is what I admire about the coaching part and the people I've coached. I hope I've always tried to convey your attitude forward. You didn't chastise me. You said, smile on your face. Well, next week, we'll take care of that, Don. I have a way of helping you overcome that. But in the meantime, I want you to read your Bible until next week. And I want you to tell me some things that you learned in your Bible. In the following week, you brought me the audio Bible, the little player that's in the language of my NLT Bible. And that really took a different path for Don that has continued on further. So that's enough about me. It did a lot for me. Uh, it gave me the ability to have two men I could share, even some strongholds that I hadn't shared in the other, because it was a large group setting. And I want to kind of hone in on that. There's a lot of little things like this going on. And the one I went through, there was like 17 or 18 people in that group. I will say this honestly. There were a lot of men that didn't want to open up and talk. And they specifically told me after classes, I just don't feel comfortable with that many people. So for our listeners out there, please know that for me, as Tom described me, he's right. That was my personality. I would, I'm not afraid to say what I want to say in a group, and I didn't there. I don't know, but it breaks my heart if there's somebody out there that feels that they need to get something off their chest, they need to improve their life, and they want to grow, then Journey Coaching we put you with one-on-one, -on -one, and you don't have to be in a group setting. Uh, I've been in group settings for Celebrate Recovery. They're Christian-based groups, but this, I will attest to, this for me, and I'm the egocentric guy that's outside the box, I still wasn't comfortable with some of the stuff in my life till it was just me and you two guys. So that's what Journey did for me. And I'm going to take a break and let Jeff iterate for a minute before I go with round two of questions for Gary and Tom. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to uh, uh, look at something here that uh, actually I just read this week that, that really applies well to what we're doing here at Journey. And uh, I'm just going to read this. It's a little, uh, you know, we've all heard of Abraham Lincoln, right? And uh, so it's just a little story about Lincoln, and it applies so well to coaching. Uh, so let me just read this. It says, During the Civil War, uh, President Abraham Lincoln once found himself wanting to please a politician. Not that that ever happens uh, in today's world, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so he issued a command to transfer certain Army regiments. When the Secretary of War, Edward Stanton, received the order, he refused to carry it out. He said that the president was a fool. Lincoln was told what Stanton had said, and he replied, hmm, if Stanton said I'm a fool, then I must be, for he is nearly always right. I'll see for myself. As the two men talked, 
The president quickly realized that his decision was a serious mistake, and without hesitation, he withdrew it. Though Stanton had called Lincoln a fool, the president proved wise by not digging in his heels when Stanton disagreed with him. Instead, and here's the key part, instead Lincoln listened to advice, and then he considered it, and then he changed his mind. And that is just so important uh, with coaching. It's uh, just unusual in the world we live in today. I mean, we really want to operate in our orbits, whatever that orbit is, and we want to operate in that orbit really without anybody uh, affecting the speed or trajectory of that orbit. And well, you it's not it healthy. Best, you said it best when, then, like, with the coaches did with Tom and Gary did for me, they would suggest things, but mm-hmm. it wasn't mandatory. When I would say stuff, they would ask, well, Don, why do you do that? Not harshly, but why do you do that with if it was something that wasn't right? And I'm like, well, this is why I do it. And then they would give me ideas, as like the article you just read. They didn't, in some cases, they didn't agree with me. They're like, well, you should just consider doing it this way, and you go think about it and pray about it or ponder it, and when we get together next week, we'll see what you think. And, and in every case, you know, I had to go home and think about it and come back next week, and I can't think of a specific one. But they were right. It's like, okay, I I see it through a different lens, mm-hmm. if you will. So that was good. And that's something that I've always appreciated about you, Don, is, uh, I mean, you don't listen to uh, everything, but nobody does, right? No. Uh, but you really will listen, and then you'll process it and reflect on it. And, you know, you'll either adjust or not. But, but just that it's so cool to actually, like, listen and what but a key you and thing. I, not to interrupt you, but I have to. You and I have done this for almost two years now. And would it be fair to say that we've both disagreed on several different things? We discussed it. We didn't walk away mad. And, and maybe the next day or a week later, you know, you know, Jeff, I really thought about that. And you know what? You're right. I'm glad you told me that. But I, I walked away going, I don't really like what he said. <laughs> I wasn't upset. I'm just being real here, as real as I can be. And... There's been times that I've come back to you and go, you know, I've thought more about that, and I still don't agree with you. And we're we're friends two years later, and we talk on a weekly basis, but it's just that whole idea of bouncing ideas off of one another. As yeah. you read in the article, it's like a president, and he's going to let somebody call him a fool, but yes, once he rethinks the whole thing, he's like, you know, the guy's kind of got a point here. This doesn't really make a lot of sense. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, which is a reason why Lincoln is, is really looked at as a, a really great president. But we may never be in that position, but we do uh, lead others in our lives. And, and this stuff is really important because uh, it doesn't just affect us. It affects the people that we connect with. So our mm-hmm. kids, our, you know, our friends, uh, our bosses, our people we uh, supervise. I mean, there's just a lot of people we affect. So that whole idea of a listing, I've seen in my life too. I mean, I've, I've seen so many people that I've come across that, man, if they would just listen, they don't have to do everything, just listen. Right. <laughs> so important. So. Well, I'm going to kind of go uh, to – go ahead, Gary. Can I add a go comment ahead. here? Please. I, you know, another thing that comes with what uh, Jeff was talking about, I think, is the fact that we really need to have a direction mm-hmm. in life. And uh, as Lincoln was trying to set a direction for what was going to happen, obviously he had some things in his mind he wanted to do to make that happen. But with 
appropriate counsel, he, he was able to choose the best direction. And I think one of the things that I found with Journey is you get a chance to evaluate alternatives, mm-hmm. ideas, different ways of doing things, different things to believe or not believe. And it it all sort of culminates in, in a, a direction, in a plan for your future. Mm-hmm. What is it I should be doing that God wants me to do? So I think that that's a, a yeah. sort of a, a, a sub part of that. That's uh, huge, discussion. Gary. That really is. That is huge. <clears throat> because the thing is, I, I think the two things that we get stuck on in life, A, we don't listen, right? We just kind of go our own way. Or we all get together kind of like what we're doing today, and we talk and we're open. And then we just walk out and we just kind of wander around some more. And so that whole piece of actually listening uh, you know, don't merely listen to the word, but you know, do what it says. That's in the Bible. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, do that doing part is is really important. So yeah. good. Well, and the uh, the uh, what what uh, made that possible for President Lincoln and his what was the guy? Was uh, Stanton. Yeah, Ed, Ed, Edwin Stanton. Yeah. Um, Secretary of State or Secretary whatever. Secretary of War, yeah. Secretary of War, is that they had a relationship, an intimate relationship based on respect and experience with each other, which then allowed, first of all, for the Secretary of War to have the fortitude to say such a thing to the president to help him out. And then for the president then to respect him because the experience he's had with him to listen and then change his direction. And this is what happens in journey coaching. You build a relationship. You build respect for one another because of the give and take. And uh, the coach needs to build a, a relationship with the person being coached so that they're respected so the the person being coached is willing to more and more release information and share. And then that allows the coach to have an influence on the person being coached. And they identify certain things that are going on, facilitated by the coaching process. And then like Gary said, uh, you can give feedback, uh, or you were saying what Gary Mm -hmm. did. And then lives can be changed. Okay. Well, then see now that Tom is such a wise man and already covered where I was going with part three, <laughs> we can skip him and go on to why do you coach Gary? Because that was going to be part three of my series is what do we get by doing coaching? And Tom, bless his heart, already told me that and all of our listeners. So what's led you to coach people? Because I've referred several to you guys i think the the biggest thing is recognizing that we all need spiritual help mm-hmm. you know we're not there we're we're a work in process or work in progress whichever term you like in any case uh, what what i was uh, led to was there are people who need to know more about the lord and need to have a better understanding of the lord's role in their lives but would you agree and, not to interrupt you and I'm full, you know, I'm full in with the Jesus thing and the Lord. But what about the non-Christian, Gary? What do you, what would you say about that? And then keep going from where you're at, please. Yeah. 
I, I haven't coached a non-Christian, so I can't exactly uh, relate to that, but they still need direction. Mm-hmm. And it may be that as they understand more about what uh, is possible through the journey process, they may in fact open their eyes and and see the need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And um, so then you can go from there. But in any case, uh, being able to, to have a process to do outreach mm-hmm. is really critical, I think. A lot of people know they need to talk to people and, and help them uh, in their spiritual right. walk, but they don't know how, okay? Well, this uh, journey process defines that. Yeah. Like Jeff says, uh, it, it's really uh, the idiot book in a sense right. because it puts it at the basic level of individual needs and individual direction. So um, I, I just wanted to, I, I found it a, a mechanism that I could do outreach mm-hmm. uh, for Christians or non-Christians if right. that, I get that opportunity. And uh, it, it's, it's a well-defined process that, that covers many areas that are important to us. And the book that I just started reading here a week ago, uh, who is a, a brain scientist, they've got the science to prove now, and this may blow a lot of people away, volunteering at any level is one of the most healthy things the human brain and body really get a lot of satisfaction from. And you wouldn't think of that, well, if I just volunteer to help serve at the homeless today with my church group. But the science proves, and Terry, you're, or Terry, Jeff, your wife could speak in this. I know she would probably agree with that. But I was amazed to just read that a few days ago, that it's so, it so influences the way we feel, think, and act. It's so pleasing to the soul. I'm like, wow, you know, because we, we all at this table do, you know, volunteer work and different things that we won't even go in today so which is which is what journey's about too because that's we were just talking about this i was talking to isaiah uh before we started about uh we had a gentleman in uh a week ago and we were talking about coaching but he was talking from a business standpoint and a paid standpoint right and we don't want to confuse this at all i mean we want to make it crystal clear that this is there's no profit motive in any of this this is uh, we use the word coaching because people understand that, but it is discipleship, you know, go make disciples. Well, relationships, discipleship, relationships. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if people love to donate and that kind of thing after they've been through it, that's fantastic. But this is not a, in any way, shape or form, any kind of a profit thing or any kind of a thing where somebody should come in and think, oh, I'm going to have some licensed, trained you know, been through 64 hours of coaches training. It's not like that. It's, it's people coming alongside people and just with the uh, hope that we all grow emotionally and physically and spiritually. So, so I want to start with Tom this time. And you give a Reader's Digest version. I'm not even going to give mine if, because of time frames. I know what my thoughts are on why I continue to do journey, but I wanted to have you and Gary each talk about briefly the relationship the four of us have built together and that we, we meet from time to time and how that relationship has gotten stronger and 
we're done. Journey Coaching's been over for me for a long time, but as people heard me say, you both are still currently coaching people that I've referred to you. It's not about me referring to you, but you are. But just tell us why and what your thoughts are that we all stay together and we have this male relationship. And there's many others. You, Tom, have another group going on. Gary, you got something going on now with some other journey stuff like we met a couple of weeks ago. Tell us about the relationships when we're done with journey and what you guys think of that. Well, I've observed in my life uh, about men and their interaction with each other. We have a Friday lunch bunch that you come to, Don, and and it's kind of a classic get-together for guys. Uh, sometimes it, it changes, but uh, mostly men are very superficial, mm-hmm. and uh, they will avoid talking about or getting into a subject that starts to drill into personal things. They love to be superficial, unlike women who are much more real when they talk, relationship-oriented. But after going through journey coaching, uh, it takes that aspect of uh, men's relationship and changes it Mm -hmm. into a more open, intimate, uh, back-and-forth willingness to share type relationship. And here's an example. Gary and I noticed something in your life, Don, and if you remember, we had a meeting, and we brought the Bible, and we talked about something that was going on in your life. Oh, I do. I know exactly what you're referring to. And uh, because of the rights that we were given through the journey coaching relationship with you, which we'd have never been able to do just sitting down and talking to mm-hmm. Don Evans, you know, on our own, um, that set up the conditions so that we could approach you about something in your life that you needed to grow in. Um, it needed to be addressed. It needed to be addressed. And so we took you to a, a, a section in Romans and just talked about what the Bible said about the issue. And you caught it and received it and were humble and made a a very dramatic change in your life that uh, I can't help but think that that really helped you grow spiritually it did. And, and helped other people too. Right. And that there was a cost for it. Yes. It, it cost me something because there was somebody else on the other end somebody of that else, that right. lost too. Exactly. And we won't go into that, but it's right. He's very good. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. We wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't mm-hmm. for journey coaching. And that's the relationship aspect that's built that changes from superficiality that takes place between men and among men to a more intimate, uh, real type relationship where, where you can talk to each other about problems or whatever without being offended. And, and you having a humble spirit help too because mm-hmm. you're willing to and uh, I wanted to also say that uh, the last person that you referred to me for journey coaching was Blake. Mm-hmm. And we went through the whole process. And because we built a relationship with one another, he's a 30-year-old guy, 
and I think he was receiving some wisdom from me just because I've been around about twice as long as yeah. he has. I, I know he was. a few more school of hard knocks yeah, he than he's is. had so I can share some stuff. He was benefiting by it so much that he could not uh, visualize himself separating from our meeting after we were done with journey coaching. Mm-hmm. So as a result, uh, he wanted help with his marriage. So we're going through a program uh, talking about how a husband should act towards his wife. And we're continuing to do that. We meet right here every week. Yeah. And uh, that's the relationships. after yes, journey, right exactly. There. And so it's really encouraging to see that process work out. Cool. It is. I like it. Gary, what are your thoughts on that afterwards and the relationship? That I, I don't on? think I can add much to what Tom said. I mean, he covers you know, a lot of ground, he, doesn't he? He, he does. But you know, I, I was I real guess, worried about him not talking. I would, if I if I was <laughs> in Vegas, I'd have said he'll talk the least. Gary will probably talk a little more, but not so much. And you get a gold star. I'm gonna give you a sucker when you leave it. I'm gonna buy you lunch. <laughs> well, just remember, you gotta have a microphone in front of him to, to get him to open up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Yeah. But the, the the continuation thing would be the only thing that I would just additionally comment on that, you know, this this doesn't end yeah. when the journey coaching is over, because of the relationship Tom refers to that you build through the process. So, um, you feel comfortable coming to Tom and or me and and yeah. say, hey, I I got this issue I want to visit with you about. You know, it's been several times that, I've called you guys and we've met within a day or two. Right. Like, I need to talk to you guys and we'll meet for lunch somewhere and that topic that tom brought up right. that was a call from you guys i called asking some question like you know don we need to get together like tomorrow mm-hmm. well yeah, it, it was a pressing issue right yeah. and there were things that you're struggling with in, in your spiritual walk right? right and 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 so it gives an opportunity and like like tom has covered because there is this trusting uh very deep relationship mm-hmm. that's developed through the journey process there's a basis to be able to continue Mm -hmm. after the journey's over oh amen definitely is on that part of it and we've the three of us have been able to do that and with tom describing his thing he does on fridays that i occasionally go to because y'all do it every friday jeff started with his idea was we started with a couple of guys have been through journey coaching and both of them were pastors and we were meeting like bi-weekly for quite a while we've kind of backed that off to once a month but i mean it's just ongoing relationships that are really cool jeff do you have anything closing that you want to say before i sign us out of here and let people know where we're at and where our website's at and all that any i don't know what what would doug wagner say jeff do you have any final thoughts today with yeah because this is just well, free will. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. No, this is this is really cool because, you know, years ago, and, and, and you know, y- y- I was prompted clearly that something different needed to be done uh, within church world. Uh, and if you're not in church world, uh, there's maybe a reason for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's not only in church world, but to reach outside of church world to really reach out, build relationships, and help people grow. So the whole idea has been how can we better uh, reach people regardless of where they're at, Mm -hmm. and then how can we all grow together. And so this is uh, really cool to hear these kind of firsthand stories because it's like, hey, this stuff really works. 
Yeah, and we don't have to wonder what coaches are thinking or doing. We've not ever done a podcast of this nature of what existing coaches and people like us. It's only been two years for me, but you all have known each other for a lot of years. Yeah. So it's just kind of unique for once to bring a podcast out and reflect back on what's happened and most importantly for me, what continues to go on weekly and monthly that we do at Journey Coaching. And, you know, we we offer that to anybody that's willing to uh, step up. And, you know, if you want to grow, we want to help. And, uh, yeah, that's at journeycoaching.org. That's journeycoaching.org. Check out our website. There's a lot of information there. You can order books online. If you got a buddy you want to get together with, you can download it in a PDF file for just a little bit less money. Uh, either way, there's places to comment. All of the podcasts are archived there. Listen to anything you want. Get a feel for different kinds of styles of people, not just us. And uh, feel free to leave us a comment. And we'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to help. And we'll see you the next time. Thank you for being with us at Journey Coaching today. Thank you, Don. Thanks, Don. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.